The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Virginia's sales tax holiday will be reinstated if Governor Glenn Youngkin signs the bipartisan budget deal approved by lawmakers Wednesday. The annual tax-free day wasn't extended during the regular legislative session, causing Virginians to miss out on savings in August ahead of the new school year. The tax break is intended to cover some school supplies, as well as clothes and hurricane preparedness items, like portable generators and gas-powered chainsaws. This year's sales tax holiday is planned for the third week in October. State education officials announced a new effort to address pandemic-related learning loss Thursday. One component of the plan will include a chronic absenteeism and transportation task force. Here's State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Lisa Coons. So as we're watching students drop and coming to school, that is a one-to-one correlation to the drops that we are seeing in academic performance. Kuhn says the past school year, the number of chronically absent students was twice as high as the pre-pandemic 28-29 school year. Governor Glenn Youngkin also encouraged districts to use state funds to address chronic absenteeism, hire tutors, and implement the Virginia Literacy Act, a new law requiring evidence-based literacy instruction statewide. Central State Hospital, where Ivo Otieno was killed in March, has recorded more medical emergencies this year than last. 52 emergencies have been reported at the Dinwiddie County facility, three more than in 2022, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. A spokesperson for the Virginia Department of Behavioral Health and Development Services, which oversees the hospital, says most of those emergency calls are related to four people. Medical complications stem from their illnesses. Three people, in addition to Otieno, have died at the hospital this year. Henrico County is close to acquiring a key property adjacent to its Green City development, a project anchored by a 17,000-seat sports arena. VPM News reporter Lyndon German has more. Henrico's Economic Development Authority recently agreed to purchase a $35 million property known as Scott Farm in the northeast part of the county. EDA Director Anthony Romanello says the additional 110 acres of land brings the county closer to fulfilling the 2020 promise of a major mixed-use development. I think we're well on our way towards executing on the, the vision of Green City. The adjoining property will be used to develop more than 800 homes and 80 acres of park space for the eco-friendly district. The $400 million project has raised some concerns, including potential traffic issues. Romanello says the EDA will partner with local real estate developers Markle Eagle, which will contribute $17 million toward the purchase. The county's Board of Supervisors is tentatively scheduled to consider the EDA's development agreement September 12th. Lyndon German, VPM News. Virginia Beach Republican Jen Kiggins has a challenger in the 2024 race for U.S. Congress after winning the seat in November. Missy Cotter Smazel is a Navy veteran and former small business owner who announced her campaign as a Democrat earlier this week. In 2019, she unsuccessfully ran for state Senate. 
Cotter Smozel says Kiggins hasn't properly represented the interests of military families and veterans in the 2nd District, a claim Kiggins' team refuted. Recent redistricting has caused the district to lean to the right, making the race an uphill battle for Democrats. Homelessness service providers say more people experienced homelessness outdoors this summer than last year. They counted 486 people in July, which is about 9% higher than this time last year. VPM News reporter Jad Khalil was there as advocates conducted the count. It's 4 a.m. in Chester, and Officer Dustin Wilson has his police cruiser's radio set to country. He's here with Kelly King Horn, the executive director of Homeward, which coordinates homelessness services across central Virginia. They're on their way to a gas station where they have heard a nine-year-old boy and his father have been sleeping outside. I've been pressing hard for these two. Yeah, no, we have two. There's a mom, they're from Mississippi, they just got here, but then they split up. Once there, Wilson wakes up another man that he knows. Wilson and Kinghorn aren't alone. Two employees from the Federal Department of Veterans Affairs are also there and get to work gathering demographic info from the man. When is your birthday? Homeward says that people over 55 made up 40% of those experiencing homelessness in this count. A quarter of the people surveyed said that the reason they were experiencing homelessness was because of a breakdown in close relationships. Evictions and employment came in second. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Seven Virginia counties have been placed under a drought warning advisory. So, Randy B. Hagee with partner station WMRA checked in with the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality. The DEQ issued a drought warning for the counties of Frederick, Clark, Shenandoah, Warren, Page, Rockingham, and Augusta last week. In the past two weeks, some of these areas have gotten no rain at all. At best, they've gotten a half of an inch. The, the decision to trigger a watch or a warning or an emergency are based on four factors. And two of those factors are indeed groundwater and stream flow. Whedon Clough is the manager of the Office of Water Supply for the department. The uh, stream flow and the groundwater in the valley are very, very low right now. And they're you know, below the 10th percentile and below the 5th percentile in, in, in some areas as well. Switzer Lake, one of Harrisonburg's two main water sources, has also been hit hard. Usually about October, November, you know, we start getting rain. And hopefully we'll get a good snowfall this year to recharge some of this groundwater. Residents are encouraged to limit water consumption for the time being by turning off the faucet while brushing your teeth and not watering your lawn or washing your car. That was Randy B. Hagee with Partner Station WMRA. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.